Hi everyone, this is Yvette with Sister with Political Tea. This is my episode 7. I've decided that I won't be um, recording every single day unless something amazing or something juicy is happening. But it looks like today, uh, the, the tomorrow may be shaping up to be a very good day as well for the political uh, geeks out there. So I may start doing it uh, may, you may see me skipping some. So every day or every other day, uh, but definitely everything politically is hot, 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 hot right now. So you may, I may do every day. It, it's just going to depend as well. Uh, so today I want to, um, we're going to focus on what I felt was disrespectful. Uh, so I'm going to go with Romans 12:18. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably. With all, and and I, when I was looking for Bible scriptures, I wanted to focus on one that that leaned towards disrespect, but would model more so of what, or, or emphasize more so of what I wanted to talk about today. Uh, so I'm going to jump in and get started immediately. I want to start by talking about Donald Trump's, President Trump's very first national address uh, from the Oval Office. It was much of the same. It wasn't anything spectacular. He didn't say anything that was new. He didn't do anything illegal or that was earth shattering. Everyone knows that the president is not known for his, his honesty. Uh, so he didn't deviate from anything than what he's always done. Uh, so there were no, no, no biggies. There were no, there was nothing there. It was just more the same that has always been. But what we did have in stark contrast, we had all day long listening to different news outlets trying to figure out how to manage the coverage of the presidency, the president's first nationally, uh, 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 speak to the uh, to the nation how they're going to manage that because they were concerned about him lying and he tells some huge whoppers uh, they can be life-changing it could be dangerous they can be war starting um, he he does and no one has ever checked him on how the stories that he tells. So now the news is try, the news uh, outlets are trying to figure out how to cover the president without becoming his propaganda machine where they're helping spread his falsehood. So how can they um, do this with him without allowing him to just say whatever without any checks and balance because they can't stop him and say, sir, sir, what about this or what about that? They can't do that. Because he, he's recording, he's speaking live from the Oval Office, uh, sitting comfortably around his group of people. So there is no line of questioning. So they're wondering, how do we manage that? Uh, there are people really, really afraid about whether they should allow him to have the coverage. And if they do give it to him, how they're going to fact check him, fact check him. And I just think that is, is, I understand why they're doing it, but that falls in the lines of disrespect. Uh, sometimes we have to remove the man and think about the entity, the presidency of the United States. That is not a man or a woman. It's not a person. It is what we stand for. It is who we are. It is our representation of our great nation. And it's unfortunate that that is now what it has been reduced to because of the man that has been allowed to occupy that space. And then another thing that happened, there was a rebuttal to the first, the, the President Trump's first national um, conversation with the nation. 
immediately after he finished because his one of the third equal partners of this country that runs it, whether it's judicial, legislator, uh, and the, of course executive, which is President Trump, but we have legislator, our legislative branch, which is our Congress, and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer wanted to pretty much offer a rebuttal immediately after he uh, completed his, his address to the nation. And that, too, was because they were concerned about what he would say. What type of firestones would he set off? What type of earthquaking, earth-shattering uh, statements he was going to make that needed to be addressed immediately? I don't think that has ever happened. It's ever happened. That's huge. And, again, it's sad. It's demoralizing to the to the office is is heartbreaking i i don't think that has ever happened where no one can trust what the president says and now that all of the adults i say that with air quotes are no longer in the white house any longer who is checking the president so that he is shielded from some of the shame and embarrassment that comes with what he's what he's now doing and there's no there are no filters anymore we're starting to now see congress and now our news outlets run behind him to clean up wherever he steps like he's a toddler so it goes with now we're starting to see the things that were described in fear uh, i didn't buy amarosa's book uh-uh. uh but you're starting to see the things that she did talk about and share uh, you're starting to see Bob Woodard's um, commentary. Um, you're starting to see, I did buy his book, I did read it. You're starting to see um, what they were talking about, which were supposed to be whispers that are no longer whispers. It's out loud and proud of everyone trying to run behind the president and clean up behind him as quickly as we can. We're now no longer moving out of Syria within 30 days. We now have the national, um, our national uh, advisor, secretary advisor, running around trying to clean it up. They're trying to get the Turkeys to agree not to, not to murder the doggone allies that were helping us, the Kurds. But the president said no, and now they're giving pushback. The Turkish government is giving pushback, saying no, that's not the agreement we made with the president. But that's, that's what everyone is worried about. There are people that have resigned, that have given their life to national security because they couldn't deal. And now, they're, now people without the skill and quali qualifications are now trying to walk back and undo something that the president has done. That is embarrassing. It is so shameful. And now we're setting, shutting down the government over a $5 billion, No, the wall is not $5 billion. It's not even going to do a whole lot of what he's talking about. It's just a campaign promise that he made, that he made that the Mexicans were supposed to pay for, Mexico was supposed to pay for, and now the government has shut down, literally, we're about to hit 20 days tomorrow, I think, or midnight tonight. The government has been, parts of the government has been shut down. It's 800,000 employees that are either furloughed, out of work, working without pay. And it's absolutely shocking. 
that all of this is about a wall that's not needed. And during his speech, he made it very clear that he wasn't budging. He was not going to let up. And and if Congress does not step in to intervene, what does he care? He doesn't care. He he's rich. He has money. He he's the president of the United States. Uh, it's just it's shocking. That's a level of disrespect. I don't think he really talked about. He mentioned the people that were uh, late that lost their jobs. But he did not address them. He did not speak to these people. He could not. And I think he could because he just couldn't. What, what is he going to tell them? It's not everyone knows now it's not a national security issue. It's really not. Russia hacking our election it was a national security issue, which he didn't even talk about. He's defending to this day, two years later. I, I just I just don't understand how our, our Republican Congress is going to allow this to continue. He has been unchecked. He has not been able to see and feel the true power of the congressional leaders because the Republican Party has protected him. So I blame them. They're the leaders. They're the ones with the years of experience. They are seasoned. They know exactly what can happen. And they have allowed this to happen. So in actuality, it's really not Donald Trump's fault. It's the Republican Congress Party. This is their fault. And if they allowed and voted with the, Repu- the Democrat Party, they can, uh, the president can veto a pass of the government reopening and two-thirds of Congress can reopen it. But it's going to require the Republicans to vote with them. It's absolutely shocking that this is actually happening. The wheels are literally off the bus and is no longer going round and round. It's just stalemate and no, no mechanic anywhere, not even the wheels to replace the wheels that just fell off. It's, it's unbelievable, but that's where we are right now. Uh, so I just felt like everything tonight The fact that the Democrats needed to rebut the president was disrespectful. The fact that the president has held the country, is holding the country, and and after uh, after soon, uh, after February, it's not going to be just 800,000 people that are negatively impacted. It's going to be millions. People are going to lose their food stamps, Social Security. They're not going to be able to get the supplements to help pay for their rent. They're not going to be able to get food, medicine. They're not going to be able to get anything. So it's going to go from 800,000 to millions of people. And no one is going to intervene. When I say the Republicans are not going to intervene, it's just, it's more dysfunction leading dysfunction. And I don't understand how the Republicans are going to allow this president to continue to do this. And they allow him to sustain this, this aggressiveness, almost this hatred towards the United States and its people. This will be equivalent. The presidency of Donald Trump will be greater, in my opinion, than 9-11. The damage that he has caused, the lives that, that are being affected uh, in-house, he is going to become, he has become the greatest threat to the United States and what all that we stand for, who we are. 
our Constitution. This is greater than 9-11. He is conquering uh, his stance by dividing us. This one man who has been lifted by outside uh, enemies of the United States. Which brings me to my next point. Mueller. Robert Mueller had a great day today uh, as far as moving the case forward. So I should say the people of the United States had a great day today. Uh, Mueller is all over the place. Uh, only person that's talking about this huge bust uh, uh, that happened in Raleigh, North Carolina is Rachel Maddox. Uh, you should listen to her episode on January 7th. But there's a billionaire here in Raleigh, North Carolina. I say here because I'm located in Raleigh. There was a siege that happened. Uh, there was conversations about hire from a uh, murder for hire, and she was talking about it on her January seventh podcast on Castbox. No one else is talking about it. I saw it nowhere else in the news yesterday. But Rachel Maddox, she always has. She hits the nail on the head every single time, and we will all be talking about what she talked about the other day on the seventh. We will all talk about it because usually she's right, but no one else is talking about it. But that shall come. But Raleigh, North Carolina has been elevated. Uh, we are we made the Rachel Maddox show and we've made uh, been put on the desk of Robert Mueller. It's going to be so interesting to see what in the world is going on. Uh, in addition to that, the lawyer that uh, Paul Manafort, Donald Trump Jr., uh, Jared Kushner met with in Trump Tower meeting that everyone is talking about the infamous meeting. She was charged today for obstruction of justice in the new, in, with, by the New York district attorney for obstructing a case. Um, so that means there, there's more drama unfolding, more saga that's unfolding. In that meeting now, we've now charged her. We, she's been charged. She, um, Paul Manafort has been charged. And right now we're waiting to see what's going to happen with Donald Trump uh, Jr. and, Je and uh, Kushner, Jared Kushner. There's no way that they're going to go unfazed or untouched. It's going to happen. So I'm wondering if, if the whole speech and, and the wall thing is being elevated to keep us from talking about what all happened uh, with, uh, with all of the news with Mueller. And also, let's do hashtag incompetence. Paul Manafort lawyers accidentally disclosed what he's been accused of. In the with the Mueller case, why they are taking away his plea agreement, he apparently allegedly has been giving gave I'm sorry the a Russian spy our voter voter registration, so they know who to target exact they didn't they didn't have to narrow it down by uh, states or region region they actually had the individual's name who they were going to target. Uh, who they were going to go after, find out what their beliefs were. Paul Manafort gave them that information. So for the very first time, collusion is no longer a figment of any of our imaginations, which means the president too. So maybe that's why he's out here flailing and trying to demand attention over here, taking it away from the groundbreaking news of what happened with Paul Manafort. They turned in a form intended to be redacted, but they didn't make it dark enough so you could see through it. 
So everything was written and is now all over the news everywhere. And collusion is no longer collusion. It's outright conspiracy, which means AKA treason. So now I'm wondering is the reason why we are no longer, why Paul Manafort will not uh, cooperate is because of his high level crime he cannot get away with not serving any time. He has to serve some time, just like Michael Cohen, because of the level of crime that was committed. No, you don't have to give your life in prison, but you need to give me some years. And I think that's what he's fighting and why he's also on the side trying to pitch a deal to the president so that he doesn't have to serve any time. Or there's also a speculation that he's afraid of someone, and it's not, Bob, it's not Robert Mueller. He's terrified of them. So maybe going to jail is the best thing to do. Just leave me in there. I could die peacefully in my old age. But it's, it's unreal why this man is not trying to protect himself. He's protecting himself, but he's almost, he's a mole inside of a plea deal. So they called him a double, triple, quadruple agent. What would possess someone to do something like that? It's just, it's unreal. He's lost everything. So why would you continue to do that? And this filing that was supposedly um, not disclosed today has now connected the presidency, uh, the Donald Trump's presidency, to being fraudulently um, obtained. Here's the collusion that he said does not exist. We now have proof of it. And I, but we still don't have the full story because Bob, Bob Mueller is not talking. Neither is anyone in his team. So we get little golden uh, eggs like this by accident. This was a complete accident. And here we are. So Mueller in the news, the president's in the news, distracting. And the Democrats are running behind the president with, with the, you know, cleaning up behind him, trying to catch him before he falls too far, uh, begging and pleading for him to go down for a nap. I mean, I, I, you know, it's, it's unbelievable where we are right now. And, and it's almost like I would go venture as far as to ask, is the president okay? Is he safe? Is there something happening or that he's concerned about as well? To make him do the things that he's done. I don't know. Stay tuned. Uh, we will have this conversation further. As God willing. I'm allowed. Uh, again. Romans 12.18. If possible. So far as it depends on you. Live peaceably with all. Romans 12.18. This is Yvette. With, sister with political tea. Uh, I'm sure I'll be back probably tonight. Or the next night. Very very soon. Because things are unfolding very, very rapidly. And we're going to see where we go. Please have a great day. Bye.